Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hi, welcome to Quitters Never Give Up, the fan podcast about the Kevin and Bean creative universe. On today's show, we will have listener Edwin go over January 11th through February 4th. 2010. I will be doing a podcast roundup for everybody and discussing all the new podcasts that came out of the Kevin and Bean show. And then Jennifer Sunshine and Lindsay will join us a little later on their own to add in some of their favorite moments from Kevin and Bean. So our first segment, we'll go ahead and and, uh, listener Edwin will discuss his project where he's re-listening to the Kevin and Bean show from the year 2010. Uh, Edwin, can you tell us why 2010? Well, 2010, the days will match up to the days of the week from this year. So if they read a celebrity birthday, it'll be the same day of the week, same celebrity birthday. So it's just kind of a way to keep track of what was going on. And that way, if a celebrity comes up that they like or was on the show, it can kind of spur some discussions or some flashbacks to other stuff. Cool. We did a, what, what is it, a test launch? And uh, there was a video of you on uh, on YouTube and put on the... Uh, Kevin and Bean uh, Social Club uh, fan page on Facebook. So this is kind of a continuance of that, right? Exactly. Yeah, that one was the first week of January. And then, so I'm basically going to condense everything from that week until now, which is like a couple months practically. So just a couple things that I thought were funny that were kind of noteworthy. Okay, a very funny thing came up. This was on uh, 2-1-2010, and it was Sherman Hemsley's birthday. Does that ring a bell? Oh, the guy from the Jefferson. That's right. Okay, now, I have forgotten he had a connection to the Kevin and Bean show. So let me play that. It's pretty funny, and it's kind of a a famous or infamous thing. Also, I got a quick email right here from uh, listener Jesse Velez. Thanks for listening, Jesse. Dear Ralph, I just heard uh, during your 8 a.m. show, Bisbee, that it's Sherman Hemsley's birthday today. I just want to remind you that many moons ago, Sherman Hemsley did a commercial for Kevin and Bean for Kevin and Bean Gravy. Kevin and Bean Gravy. I do not remember that. I, now, this I is before my time, but I've heard them talk about it over the years. So apparently this is how it started. Sherman Hemsley did a commercial for him. <laughs> you got to love that. Okay, so then yeah. Ralph goes on. <laughs> really? He did the commercial for the gravy? Is there any chance you can try to play that clip before the end of the show and ever to remind Kevin and Bean what life was like before you arrived? <laughs> Uh, Back where the show is good. Sorry, Jesse. I've been looking, and uh, we can't hunt down the Sherman Hemsley Kevin and Bean gravy commercial, but uh, we will keep looking for it, <laughs> I promise you. And so uh, hopefully we'll have that for you sometime this week. Okay. I looked for it, too, on the archive, and there's no record of it. So it was no, so long no. ago, I think it's before even the archive has stuff. So anyway, but they did talk a little bit more about the background of the Kevin and Bean gravy, which... It's so Kevin and Bean. Anyway, here's more about that. We got to get to uh, Kevin of Kevin and Bean Archive. He must have a copy of that. Now, this was a hot hot item. The gravy was a hot item. The listener here said it must have been around 1996, he estimates, when the Kevin and Bean gravy commercial was recorded. Ew. 
That's Kevin, uh, 13 years ago. Yeah. What was the point of the Kevin Bean gravy? Do you remember? Nope. I, I would love to know the answer to that question myself. <laughs> I know Jimmy Kimmel was involved. That's all I know. Yeah, well, it was what his could, idea. What could possibly be the point of Kevin Bean gravy? Like, he thought we needed a marketing tool or something, <laughs> and he thought gravy was the answer. We were supposed to give it away. <laughs> I just remember we had a lot of meetings with gravy manufacturers. We were talking about cost per can and how much it would cost to put a label on it and all that kind of stuff. Wow. Okay. So that's Kevin yeah. it being great mis- greatness, if you ask me. Yeah, that's, that definitely sounds like Jimmy. Jimmy's the one who started the Afro line. Um, well, he gave it the AFRO. Yeah, that's he, right. He called it the Life of the Afro line. Jimmy just did a whole bunch of crazy stuff. That's when they used to do just anything right he did he did the the bleeder and receda that's right that was amazing yeah yeah okay so that just came up because it was sherman hemsley's birthday okay now oh. on 2 to 2010 they did one of their famous international calls this one was to australia oh, wow. they just kind of set it up but it's just so great it's it's so typical of their calls so i'm just gonna play it hello Hello. Good evening. How are we can kill them. How am I Hi, we're uh, calling about a news story. We're calling from the United States. Uh, we saw that in Australia they are banning a cup girls from getting naked, even in porns. Have you heard that story? Um, who's calling me? Uh, this is Kevin and Bean. Have you heard the story about them banning small breasts from being naked? Good evening, sir. I'm terminating this conversation. Okay. <laughs> wow. I love that. Good evening, sir. I'm terminating this conversation. <laughs> Classic. Okay, so now Bean's going to try. Let's see how Bean does. So implants would improve her attitude. <laughs> how nice was she, though? I'm just saying she was clearly She's offended polite. by the question. Good She's evening, sir. I'm terminating this conversation. <laughs> wow, they uh, they teach you how to shut down the foreigners, don't they? How about yeah. that? I don't feel and like I thought... I don't feel like I I'm thought, part of life, but you want you? No, no, I was going to say, I thought you did a fantastic job of explaining it in a short period of time, right. but she just wasn't having any nonsense. Are right, you trying? Okay. She clearly had A's and was very upset by the way. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, she, you, people are pointing and laughing at her now that these new rules are going to affect. Graham Hyatt Melbourne, please. Okay. Make it safe. Melbourne. Melbourne, help you. Hello there. We're calling from the United States trying to verify a story we've heard on the news here that your country is banning small breasts from appearing naked in magazines and films. Have you heard anything about that? No, I haven't. Australia bans small breasts is the headline. Eight cups or below are told to keep their shirts on. (laughs) (laughs) Hello? Well, you did a little better than I did. I won. I got two seconds further than you did. So, a classic international call. What I cut out is that they tried to call to other places and, uh, of course, didn't get through. That was another thing that they always did. (laughs) Yeah, they. they, I remember. I still loved them, though. I love those calls. They were pointlessly hilarious until they got through to Jock (laughs) Chirac. And what also made him good was Ralph always busted him on it. He's like, You're not going to get through. This is dumb. To me, that made it funny. Okay, one other thing that came up. This is kind of a roundabout way just to talk about a clip I sent to B. So this was from 1-11-10. I'll just play. Ralph is breaking some sad news. And uh, sad news. Okay. Are you going to tell us? I just, I'm just trying to find a way to break it to you okay. so you don't, uh, you don't lose it. So you can still have it for the rest of the show. All right. 
He was once a little green slab of clay. Gumby. <laughs> Art Clokey, the man who created Gumby back in the early 1950s, has passed away at the age of 80. Oh, God, no! No! <laughs> <laughs> okay, now here's what's weird, is it turns out Kevin and Bean did some radio play with Richard Cheese where they did the Gumby theme song. Anyway, listen yeah. to this, it's amazing. Yeah. He was once a little green dab of clay. Gumby. You should see what Gumby, Gumby can do today. today. Is my memory correct or did we or did we not perform this song <laughs> on a variety show at a live event? There was a, a brief yeah. moment in the 90s where we decided to put together a Las Vegas style Kevin Bean review. And what? we did, in yes. fact... We were doing a, a broadcast from Palm Springs. <laughs> Look at my dad explode. We're doing a show from Palm Springs, and we may, we uh, interviewed the mayor of uh, Palm Springs, Sonny Bono, at the time. Did a bunch of other stuff around Palm Springs. Oh shit! <laughs> the act was us singing the Gumby song out on stage in front of a whole bunch. Of people, I think yeah. that was a bit closer, by the way. I mean, we brought think down so. the house with that one. I think. So. <laughs> no, the one of the crazy things they used to do. Okay, so that reminded me. That Gumby had a dog named Nopi. Now, being an obsessive fan, I sent that clip to Bean, and here's the first time he played it. Dr. Girl Layton Meester has announced that she is going to release a solo album this fall, a CD of her music. No! The 23-year-old. Do you really want to know? Well, I can barely understand it. Something. No, 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 no! It's uh, Gumby's dog, Nopey. That's you? You did that? Gumby's dog, Nopey. 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 Right. Yes, I sent that clip into Bean. So I was very oh, I, <laughs> I love that drop. That nope. That every time they play that nope. <laughs> that, and that was the first time. And they're like, what is that? I could barely understand it. So yeah. now here's the kicker. What happened with the Nopey clip? Uh, top 10 sound bites of 2009. It wouldn't be a countdown without number seven. No. The dog always said no. That is Gumby's dog, Nopey, at number seven. So I got number seven clip. <laughs> from uh, oh, that's awesome. 2009. Yes, I was very happy about that. That is, uh, I didn't, oh man, that is awesome. Well, you know, being collected, no clips. I mean, he could play, you know, hours of them, I suppose, if he wanted to, and he yeah. often did. So when I came across any kind of no clip, I would send it into him. And so I think Nopi yeah. is the one that got played the most out of anything I sent. Yeah. So that's basically it. Oh, a couple of quick notes. Uh, it was Alex, the producer's birthday. I think that was one twelve ten or one no one eleven ten. So I always liked her. I thought she had a great radio voice, great radio personality. Have you heard what yeah. is Alex, the producer, doing nowadays? No, I haven't. I Have thought you? I heard she was still on radio, but I'm not sure. Oh, and man. Then, 1 12 2010, Miss Cleo said she wanted to run a marathon. So the guys gave her a lot of grief for that. And she never yes. did. 
But I thought it was funny. Oh, that was that is fun. That's hilarious. Oh man, that was some good. That's some good clips from the 2010. Now yeah, there's also a. Um, they did an instant request. They wanted Rudy, the character that Psycho Mike plays, to talk yes. to Victor Fuentes because they were still oh. fascinated with Victor Fuentes. So you should look yeah. that up. That's pretty funny. So yeah, that, that's a condensed version of the stuff that happened since we last talked. Awesome. Uh, now, when they brought up Sonny Bono, the thing that I thought of was the Sonny Bono clip because of how Sonny Bono died. Do you remember that? Was you remember cruel. that? that was Funny, but cruel. morbid, morbidly cruel and, and fucking hilarious. <laughs> I, yeah. I couldn't stop laughing. When I heard that, I couldn't stop laughing, and I felt so guilty for laughing. But it was it was hilarious. And I wish I wish I had that clip, but, you know. Well, I'm sure uh, it's somewhere. I'm sure it's somewhere, but I, I hadn't thought of that clip until they brought up Sonny Bono right now. Oh, man. Yeah, can you believe the... they did some kind of variety show out in Palm Springs with Sonny Bono oh. and Richard Cheese? <laughs> yes. Uh, you know, they used to do, like, all kinds of crazy things. Like, didn't they do uh, some kind of uh, Schmegfest or Megfest? Yeah, that's right. Was yeah, that Tony well, Orlando? I think that was Tony Orlando. Tony right? Orlando, yeah. They used to do crazy. They used to do the weirdest stuff like that. You know, they. it seemed like they actively avoided doing commercial or, or doing rock stuff just to do just weird stuff like that. Yeah, they they were crazy back then. Yeah, yeah, that, that man, that was hilarious. But you're the no the nope guy. Yeah. Well, I just happened to be watching an old Gumby, and I'm like, hey, nopey, Beam would love that, and it it worked and, out. So yeah, I, I wanted to get a clip on the top ten every year, but that's the only one I got. So. Oh man. So 2009, was... it was number seven. I, I was fist pumping all day. So one of the things that we saw the return of, of course, was the great news segment from several people. So Ali and Bean were already doing it. And now the Great News with Kevin and Mike podcast, YouTube series, whatever we're calling it, premiered this week as well. So I wanted to throw back to the first instance of great news that I found, which according to the archive was June 1st, 2017. So here are the great news story items. Senate passes bill allowing later last call times in California that aged well. Mushrooms are the safest recreational drug you can take. And that was Bean. And he talked about how he really wanted to take mushrooms, but Dr. Drew wouldn't let him or was being such a, a downer, which is ironic because in the second most recent uh, cup of tea in a chat, they discuss taking mushrooms and Allie talks about how great it was. And then putting ground up wasp's nest into your vagina to tighten it. That was Allie's story. Another reason that great news was so funny was because Kevin would consistently screw up the reverb sound effects. So here's a small clip from that. There's nothing but wins in here. It and I really think one does. of these days we're going to do the Beat on Mushroom show and it's going to be oh, effing awesome. I can't wait for that. This is my great news. <clears throat> Sorry, do it again. This is my great news. Nice. There we go. Nice. Hey, you guys. I've got some Great Oh, Kevin. <laughs> Sorry, do it again. Great news. I, uh... And we've got lovely Chip in the background just laughing, which was another thing that made the show great was, you know, hearing someone like a Mike or a Chip crack up in the background. 
So without getting too political, today was the inauguration of a new president. So I went through the archives to find some older presidential inauguration clips, and there were quite a few. There's a nail on the Obama inauguration. There's a clip from the Bush inauguration, a Bruce Springsteen segment where he's talking about not performing at the inauguration to President Trump's, and then Al Roker does a beer mug style interview for the president at his inauguration. Al Roker was their man on the street. Al Roker was the guy who was... <laughs> <laughs> who was out there on uh, you know Pennsylvania Avenue watching the you know the president and the first lady walk down the street with the Secret Service and the parade and the inaugural parade and all that stuff? He was the guy who was out there doing interviews in the crowd, and at one point he decided he was going to get an interview with the president as he walked by. Right. So the president's walking by. Al Roker's on the side of the street. He's about fifteen feet away. Here's what Al Roker does. Mr. President. Mr. President. Mr. President. Sound like anyone yeah, you know? Certainly does. <laughs> Mr. President! Mr. President! Mr. President! Still sounding like someone yep. you know? Yep. How's it going? How's, is the weather good? Yeah. Yeah, it's good? Is that fantastic? All right, Mr. President! Wow. That's huge. There you have it, the first interview with the newly re-inaugurated 44th right. President of the United States. Wow. Okay? Okay? Wow. Who are they cheering? Who do they cheer? Oh, Katy Perry. Guys, hey, Katy Perry, walk the moon. Hey, Katy Perry, walk the moon is standing right here. Katy, walk the moon. Katy Perry, walk the moon is standing right here. So your ultimate enemy and wow. my ultimate enemy are the same. What do they say? The, the same the, enemy. The enemy of your friend is your enemy. Is that something how the expression goes? No, it's the enemy of your enemy is your friend. Yes. Okay. Well, well, maybe it doesn't apply. But my okay. point is, is that Al Roger and Beer Mug both need to be put down. And that'll make Kevin and me the happiest little guys in the world. How's the weather was his question. <laughs> yeah. That was his one big shot. Wow. Nice, right? Yeah. I guess every station has their beer mug. You know what? And Mug, one day we'll have a gastric bypass. That's probably there's true. <laughs> there's no question about that. So, one day within the next two weeks. Yeah. <laughs> so looking through the rest of the clips, I'm going to play the audio from the Bush inauguration where George W. is played by Ralph Garman. And now as he takes the presidency for the second time, George Bush will take the oath of office as specified in Article 2, Section 1 of the Constitution. I state your name. I state your name. No, your name. No, no. Your name. <laughs> I, George W. Bush. You're not George W. Bush. I am. I know that because my father and mother named me George W. Bush. No. Uh, say your name. George W. Bush. No. I, George W. Bush. Oh. I, George W. Bush. Swear. Swear. But I will faithfully execute. But I will faithfully kill. No, execute. Yeah, that's what I said. No, that I will faithfully execute. Oh, that I will faithfully execute. The office of the President of the United States. The office? Isn't it the Oval Office? Because that's, <laughs> that's where I spend most of my time, the Oval Office. No, just office. <laughs> the office of the President of the United States. And will, to the best of my ability. And will, to the best. I'm sorry, you lost me. Will, to the best of my ability. 
Will to the best of my ability. I haven't, I haven't even made up a will yet. Preserve, persevere, preserve, preservate, preserve, preserve, protect, protect, and defend, and a friend, defend, a friend, defend. Jeez, defend. The Constitution of the United States. Constipation of the United States. Constitution. Consternation. Constitution. Consumption. Constitution. We'll defend the Constitution of the United States. And we'll change it so gay boys can't get married. That's not the answer. It soon will be. Well, it didn't go quite as well as you hoped. Hey folks, it's Jangsta Jen here. This week on the Janky Town podcast, the guys had on Psycho Mike Catherwood. And it was a really fun episode. They were trying to remember uh, the interns, like Shaolin Robot and Cleo. And they were talking about some of them, how strange they were and how fun they were. And also uh, possibly getting them on the podcast. So that would be a really fun trip down memory lane. They also got into Mike's podcast on Patreon, Mikey Likes It, and how his different levels work for the health and fitness goals. And so you get a lot more engagement from Mike, obviously, the higher the level. It was really interesting, though, to hear him talk about it all. And so fun to listen to. They got great chemistry. But I'm going to review, though, an episode from January 3rd, 2008, when Joel McHale was on the Kevin and Bean show. Bean, Kevin, Ralph, and Lisa May are just giving a bunch of crap to Joel McHale about his hosting of the comedy show. The banter back and forth is definitely worth a listen. Here's a little taste so you can kind of understand what's going on here. Now, we have people that have an act come in here and tell us they're going to their run improv, but they get up on stage and do an act yeah. then. Well, is what happens. You hardly should be leading the billing then, by the way, if you're just introducing your friends. I couldn't agree more. This seems like false advertisement to it's me. Like I'm going to be looking into this It's like year. saying the Eagles are going to show up to play football. How <laughs> dare you, sir? <laughs> it's like you, they've got the uniforms. It seems like they should be know the plays and all that. I'm sorry. Here's what I say. Friday night, Saturday night, we're going to go down to the Irvine Improv, and anyone that's not Joel, we're going to boo. Absolutely. Loudly. <laughs> Loudly. That's when, not bad. When Mikhail tries well, to step off stage, yes. like, get your ass back. Back here and do your joke. Joke, like, joke. I don't have joke. anything else to talk about, Ralph. <clears throat> so the chemistry is amazing. It's a fun listen. Joel McHale's on the show for like a good half hour. They come back from the holiday break, January 2nd. So this is the day after. And Dave, the king of Mexico, had sex with Yasmin, Miss Double December 2006. And literally nobody can get over it. And so since Joel McHale is sitting around uh, in the studio with them, he kind of gets to get get in on it as well. And like I said, fun listen, they'll razz each other. So that's my recommendation for a great listen this week. Jenks to Jen, signing out. On today's podcast roundup, we'll focus on getting Kevin and Bean Show listeners up to speed on the podcast that came out of the show. I'll basically give you an o- overview of each of the new podcasts from the show, and then I'm going to do something that I don't plan on doing regularly, which I'm going to rank them in order of Kevin and Bean nostalgia, which these podcasts gives you that same sort of feeling of the old Kevin and Bean show. So after the show ended, there were several uh, podcasts that sprung up from all the personalities on the Kevin and Bean show. Our podcast will normally focus on uh, Janky Town, a cup of tea and a chat with Ali and Bean, great news with uh, Kevin and Mike, and the Ralph Report. There's a couple of others out there that I haven't really had a chance to listen to. 
like uh, Mikey Likes You with uh, Mike Catherwood. I guess you could call the Corolla show something that uh, belongs in the Kevin and Bean universe since it's uh, Adam Corolla. Yeah, I listen to Adam um, pretty frequently. It was the last time I listened to it. He was getting a little. It was getting a little too political for me. I think so. That's why I think I stopped listening to him. Anyhow, he doesn't have a lot of nostalgia content, Kevin and Bean wise. Even though he yeah, will have Doctor Drew on sometimes. I don't know if he's really part of the Kevin and Bean creative universe. All of these podcasts are really are are pretty good and really entertaining. Now to rank them, for me, my favorite is a cup of tea and a chat with Ali and Bean, Ali McKay and and Bean. Baxter, Lord Bean. Uh, if you've been listening to the podcast, he's now a Lord. When did that happen? That happened in December. Oh. <laughs> he discovered that if he owns a certain type of property or, or something, that he is instantly granted the title of Lord. They got a lot of different segments. They do their version of great news. They do animal stories. Bean's Death Corner, the Christmas episode, they did Bean's Death Corner for Christmas. None of the deaths were Christmas related, but it was just morbid to see here Bean's Death Corner on Christmas. Yeah, this um, show really reminds me the most of Kevin and Bean, because you got Allie and Bean, they got good chemistry, they do similar stories, Bean's still Bean. Of mm-hmm. all the expanded universe, that's my favorite. It also has that that Kevin and Bean hint of anything can go wrong at a certain moment. Allie has her garbage men coming yeah, by. Yeah, that just happened this week, right? I think that happens regularly. Like every Monday, she has the trash, trash picked up, and you can hear them on the show. They do their show three times a week. They are on Patreon, and so there's different tiers of what you get, of the content that you get. For three bucks a month, you can get just the three basic shows. For five, you get the basic shows plus bonus episodes. Both of those tiers, you get a playlist on Spotify. And then uh, if you go higher on the list, you get a group chat. And then the stalker level that they call it, you get a chance to have a personal call with them. So it's a lot of good content. They have some really good bonus episodes where they do interviews. And that, to me, was also another. Bean gives really great interviews. An interview I don't think I would have even cared about. I'll listen and I'll be, and, and it's entertaining. Like he interviewed interviewed a Santa Claus in, in Christmas. And I was like, I don't want to hear some guy who plays Santa. I don't think it'll be interesting. But I listened to it, and it was very interesting. It, just the way he talks to them. And he's just a really great and entertaining interviewer to make uh, every subject kind of shine and give them an angle for you to grab onto. And listen. Before he started the podcast, he was on, I think it was SoundCloud. And he did just a straight yeah. show. And I'm like, this guy's a good broadcaster. We think of him as comedy. Yeah. And I'm like, he's just a good mm-hmm. straight broadcaster, too. He had a podcast going for a little bit and and that was interesting where he would interview people yeah he, he's a really great interview so if you don't want to invest the 20 bucks a month the uh, the ten dollars a month at the five dollar and three dollar level there's a lot of great content out there they recently interviewed cat and they discussed how cat murdered uh, tammy heidi so number two for me is janky town a spinoff of the b team which was a podcast with omar khan dave and beer mug and it, it was actually started with lightning it was going to be it oh, was supposed right. to be lightning yeah lightning omar khan and dave and beer mug they would just give him a minute they would give him one minute with mug, and then Lightning left to work on trucks. Doesn't he so have like a truck podcast? He likes those lifted trucks, and he's working with a company doing their promotions and stuff like that. The team, when it first started, they would go back and do really old stuff and give you the background on it. It was really good. This was the first one to come out of the the end of the show. Well, the Ralph report came out of Ralph getting canned from the show, so that's the oldest one. But this is the one that came out post the Kevin and Bean show. This show is exactly as the name implies. Janky all over the place. A lot of that 
that Kevin and Bean, this show's almost going to fall apart kind of sound to it. They pick on each other a lot. They they do a lot of the, the more blue humor. They do a lot of poop jokes. I mean, I don't want to say it's lowbrow, but it's kind of lowbrow. They do have a couple of episodes where they did interviews, like they interviewed Adam Ray, and that was pretty fun because Omar is an interesting guy, but he is the opposite of being in interviewing. He has trouble answering the asking questions and all that, and so Adam Ray just kept picking on him the whole episode. That was hilarious just to listen to to him getting picked on by Adam Ray, and Adam Ray was hilarious on that show. And then they also interviewed Mike Catherwood, and they interviewed Yeah, Psycho Mike was on recently. They do pretty good with their interviews. They're very entertaining, but they have that moment of where you're going to have that moment with. They're going to flub things, and they're going to pick on each other, and they're going to pick on Beer Mug, and you get that sense out of that show. Like the old Kevin and Bean shows where they'd have Lightning run into a 7-Eleven naked, and just, you know, that is janky town. So if you like that sophomoric kind of crazy show, Janky Town is for you. The first few episodes were a little rough. They were trying to get footing going. They're trying to figure out how they were going to do the show. But I think now listening to the more recent episodes, they have a nice flow to their episodes, even though they're a little bit more chaotic than all the other podcasts out there. Third is the Ralph Report. This is a pretty close third. And none of these rankings are saying that the show one show is better than the other. It's just which gives you that sense of Kevin and Bean. And this is also a daily podcast. This is also a Patreon podcast. And every week, I believe he releases a free one. This is a really good show. I love Ralph Garman. You know, he's a very interesting person. He knows a lot of stuff. He's very prepared on his show. And and his show's very, very good. He does uh, Sex You. For those people that remember, you know, want to get some of that Kevin and Bean nostalgia. I believe he does that on Thursdays. And he does a show with the comedian uh, Eddie Penn. And it's just amazing how much how much little things he knows about almost everything. You know, the thing I remember about Ralph being on the old show was the impression. Wheel of Bad Animal Yeah, he voices. doesn't seem to do as many, like, impressions or skits as he used to. No, he doesn't do any skits or any sketches or skits at all. And, and it, it, it seems like they would be out of place almost in the show. There isn't any pranking, like calling anybody and they're trying to pretend to be somebody. There isn't any of that. You know, it's more just talking to Ralph. He does think that was deliberate, or he's like, well, I'm doing my thing here, and I kind of want to have my own identity, you know, separate myself from the old show? I think so. He recently, on his recent interviews with uh, Janky Town, he basically talked about how he didn't see himself as an impressionist. So as good as I feel he is, he doesn't feel like he's anywhere near any type of impressionist like that. He might not be technically good as some guys, but the thing is, he's funny in the voice, which is, to me, is more important. You know, they might not be spot on, but he can improvise within his impression. And, you know, the famous calling uh, Jacques Chirac in France and getting through to the president as Jerry Lewis, and then having a full-on conversation about diplomacy as Jerry Lewis. I mean, I don't know if His impression of Jerry Lewis was so good that it withstood, you know, talking and the guy even questioning him and he kind of won him over because it wasn't yeah. over the top and fakeish. It, it sounded real enough where yeah. he, he was able to pull it off. Oh, that reminds me. I probably should have put this on the flashback. They were doing an interview with Ozzy Osbourne. This was when his <laughs> book came out and oh, yeah. I thought it was Ralph. So I'm listening to the whole thing and I'm like, Man, Ralph is not funny today. And then afterwards they go, oh, that's, that was the real Ozzy. <laughs> <laughs> but 
But anyhow, he doesn't see himself as an impressionist, so I don't think he does that on that show. He does. He used to do it on Hollywood Babylon, and that show really kind of is an audience participation show that they would do at the Improv with Kevin Smith. That show is, uh, since the pandemic and they can't do that show live, is now Cape Commentaries, where they go over old, oh, uh, yeah. the old Batman 66. Ralph makes that interesting. You know, I love Batman 66, but I don't know if I want to listen to a podcast about Batman 66. Him and Kevin, they do make it interesting because Ralph knows so much stuff. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph is talking about the extras, and he's talking about this costume that they got, and he's talking about all kinds of stuff on this show that was 50 years ago. So hey, He'll know the building. He'll go, oh, that... That building was on the Fox lot. That road, that goes through Laurel Canyon. I mean, it's amazing. Yeah, it is. It's, it is. It's uh, It's amazing to hear him talk about that. So that that is a, another one of the podcasts that should should get honorable mention. Uh, oh, the, definitely. I forgot about the, that. But again, there's just so much content out there. It's impossible to, I think it's impossible to listen to it all unless you just make it, unless you don't do anything else. But so <laughs> continuing with the rankings. The last one for me would be the the uh, great news with Kevin and Mike, Mike Catherwood and Kevin from the Kevin and Bean Show. I always like saying it that way. Like his, what was his assistant's name that would always say Kevin from the Kevin and Bean Show? Oh, Linus, right? Was it Linus? Linus, that's right. Yeah. Um, anyhow, and they they go over clips of great news, and then sometimes it'll go a little bit off the rails where Michael do Rudy Cisneros and uh, and a couple of his other characters. It seems it's much. It seems like it's still trying to get its footing a little bit because it was yeah, delayed a little while. You know, I listened um, to like the first three, I think, and then I, I've heard like some of the other ones. But yeah, I think you're right. They're they're trying to find their way. Yeah, they're, they're, and it's it's kind of interesting because Kevin is trying to be the straight guy. It seems like you know on the Kevin and Bean show, it was like Bean was always the straight guy, and Kevin was the one that had to be reined in and. On this one, Kevin's kind of doing all the reining in of Mike, and it's just, it's a little bit of a, a different uh, skill for Kevin to be using. Yeah, definitely. Now, um, that's a daily show, isn't it? That is a daily show, but it's only a half an hour. So it comes on every day. It's it's kind of mainly a YouTube show. They, they seem to focus on visuals. They play the clips and, and videos that they're getting the great news from. They're going a, quite a ways back. I remember probably yesterday's episode, they did the lady that was in quarantine from COVID, and she put up a sign like, I need more beer. She had the, the Coors Light, and, and they sent in a whole bunch of beer to her. But I remember that being like in April or May. Oh, was that on the old show? No, because, you know, Kevin and me's show ended in March. Oh, that's right. They barely got a chance to talk about Corona. They were in it doing the Boof Corona song, but they never got to, you know, get really into it they, they seem to be getting their footing together it is really still entertaining because mike and and kevin are really funny and there's also there was also a really great moment with kevin on that show on the ninth episode yeah mike's a talented um, guy he's such a crazy person you forget that sometimes they're both pretty interesting guys i wish they would get a little bit more personal they kind of just focus on this is the story, this is the story. But there was a couple of times where Mike starts talking about his daughter and what he's doing with, with distance learning. And that was kind of like, okay, this is getting kind of interesting because it really depends on, on the great news clips to carry the show. But for me as a, as a listener, I'm, I'm interested in them. That was what made the show interesting to me. Even if yeah. they were talking about something that might've been very banal, Kevin just talking about how he lost his key card, they would make it funny. Exactly. Yeah, it, that's totally it. It still needs to be a little, it still, to me, needs to be worked out a little. But, again, it's still a really good show. They, ta they 
they have an angle where they try and bring out good news. Kevin to watch the news, but now when he watches the news, uh, he tries to focus on the positive side of the news. He, tr- he tries to find all those those stories that'll un- uplift you instead of bringing you down and make you see good in people, as opposed to well a lot of stuff out there right now. I, I would like to hear him kind of joke a bit about stuff, but it's kind of hard because they're they're really talking about great news, so it's hard to joke about some of these stories because there isn't really a joke in there. I don't know. I, I like Kevin and Bean when they were being jerks. So the great news is yeah. like, it's, it's just not my speed. When they do do great news on the show, be a little bit of a jerk about it. They would poke fun at, at each other's segments and what the person did and stuff like that. They did one segment where it was like, what's on Mike's phone? They didn't show what was on Mike's phone, but you know, it is a pretty scary thing to think about what's on Mike's phone, especially since he he tells a story of how a celebrity broke their phone and bought a new one just because they got messages from him. And then there's a there's a pretty funny uh, Dr. Drew getting messages from him while talking to the vice president story that they also go over. Oh, I think I heard that, yeah. That was yeah, well, He was famous story. for sending just awful things to people. So, so those are the rankings. Again, I, I want everybody to listen to these shows. They're great shows, each and of, of their own. Uh, those are the rankings for which one's the most Kevin and Bean nostalgic. All right. Uh, thank you, everybody, for listening to Quitters Never Give Up, the fan podcast about the Kevin and Bean show. 